Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition for the love of music right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Angela Predaham. Predaham. Sounds like freedom, but I didn't sound it very well, freedom. so I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go, freedom. There we go, freedom. Uh, we're going to be sharing about her music today. She's a singer-songwriter. Uh, it's very laid-back, soulful style. I love that kind of style. It expresses emotion and honesty and passion. She has a knack for writing catchy melodies and lyrics that touch your heart and sings with the bluesy overtones that are the hint of her roots in Detroit. Uh, her songs have been heard by millions throughout the world on television, film, radio, and major other the chains and uh, credits include you know popular hallmark movie christmas on honeysuckle lane uh lifetime's hit show dance moms uh freeform's switched at birth uh tlc's and here comes honey boo boo commercials and uh, she's got around and you know, she's not a- afraid to whether it's a short tune or a beautiful big song and it's all about that music that she wishes to share with you that is something that really kind of opens up your heart opens up your soul warms you guides you nurtures you because that's what music does um on a frequency basis on a quantum basis music gets in there and resets our frequency and when you've got the lyrics and the words that are so warming and positive it is also then something that can be extremely healing, nurturing, and sometimes just get up and dance inspiring. So whatever the song is, right? So welcome to the show, Angela. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here, Sarah. My pleasure. We will be closing out with one of your songs. And there are some of the songs here on the um, on the Self-Discovery uh, Media blog page. With All I have to do is put in your name and it will come up. And I encourage other people to listen to your other songs as well. But let's go back a little bit. Turn the clock back. When did music start for you? Is it always been or is it something you had a self-discovery on? Um. You know, yeah, that that's a great question, and I'm I have kind of a long answer, so I, I appreciate. Okay, we've got an hour. <laughs> okay, so um, I started playing music when I was um, maybe about ten. You know, I took piano lessons. We had a piano mm. at my house, and um, I loved it. You know, and and I just, you know, I I really enjoyed it, and um, and I didn't pursue that because. I, I didn't really see a career, you know, it's like, mm. I know there's a path of being a concert pianist, right? you know, where it's, you know, really, th- that's its own thing, you know, it's really hardcore and it's really, you know, to practice five hours a day and, you know, go to a special college and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't feel going that route. So, and I thought, well, I don't, I, when I was young, I thought, you know, well, what are my options? I don't want to be like a lounge singer or something. It just, it just wasn't me. And I didn't sing. I didn't sing at all. I was very shy as a kid and I didn't sing a note. I was never in a choir or anything. I was in high school band um, playing clarinet and also saxophone, but um, I didn't sing until I was um, close to 30. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I was actually singing to my kids. You know, I had just, I just started, I have two daughters and um, my first one had been born and, and I had music around me. Um, my brother was in a band and, um, you know, they went out and did things. So I, I picked up the guitar and I wanted to learn the, to play the guitar and I wanted to learn to sing. Um, so I started doing that around the time my kids, you know, were, were little and um, I, you know, when they were little babies, I'd sit there and try to mess with the guitar. And um, so, you know, and I had another career, you know, I, I had gone to school for, um, you know, I was an ESL teacher, English as a second language. And, you know, and it, I, I enjoy that, you know, it's kind of linguistics and um, writing and stuff. But what, so the self-discovery for me has been having the courage Mm -hmm. to be who I really am because music is who I really am. You know, I mean, music is my passion and, and, you know, it comes naturally to me. I don't want to say I'm good at it, but it's relatively effortless. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, and of course I practice, you know, I mean, I have to practice, I have to keep working on my voice and, you know, I have to do all that stuff, but it's, it's in my blood, it's in my cells, it's in my soul and it's, you know, and I'm, you know, and the creativity just bubbles up, you know, it's like, I can't even stop it, you know? So I started writing music, um, maybe just 15 years ago or so. And, um, you know, when I was, you know, had a family and everything, I hadn't ever tried to write anything, but, um, you know, I learned how to write music and then I've been working on how to, um, always get better with lyrics because mm-hmm. lyrics are their own challenge, you yes. know, to, to write yes. lyrics that people can relate to and people can understand. It's like, I can say a bunch of stuff, but if the listener doesn't get it or not, doesn't follow it, you know, it's not good for anything. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, I, I just really sort of committed to, okay, this is one of my purposes here on this planet. And, and um, I need to just go for it because, you know, and doors opened magically for me. I mean, it, it just was so right. It's like, I started writing music and one, the second song I wrote got bought by, you know, I submitted it to something online and, it got somebody wanted the song in Hollywood and like that was producing the Ellen show. Right. And so they bought the song outright and I got hundreds of dollars. And I mean that, you know, that doesn't really happen. That's a nice way to start. Yeah. And then whenever I, whenever I felt like giving up, it's like, Oh, it's so hard. You know, nothing's happening. It's so competitive. Something else would happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, Hallmark movie. They, they, mm-hmm. you know, I had put my music out there. I had, I've been putting it out there for years in these places where the TV people find them, you yeah. know, called music libraries. And um, so just things would keep happening for me. And, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go all out. And so now, you know, I really, um, it's a major focus and I put a lot of energy and effort into it and I invest in it. Um, you know, I invest in quality production and things like that. And, um, you know, which is not who I thought I was when I was younger. I, I didn't see myself as a rock star. You know, I never right. wanted to be, I never, pre- you know, I never did this with a hairbrush and pretended I was on stage. <laughs> yeah. I just, that just wasn't me, you know, but um, so I'm really more of a, a creative writer, artist person who has a decent voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is you, you can play a lot of instruments. And that already is giving you a different ear because each instrument has its own tone, its own, its own channel. Your voice is another channel. It's another instrument yeah. that you've discovered. So it's another instrument for you to play with. But now you're creating your own orchestra with playing the other instruments along with this instrument, uh, which creates the harmony. And, you know, one of the things about self-discovery is that we need to know who we are. Um, my metaphor all the time is about what is our instrument in life? How do we learn to play it well? And which orchestra do we join that is going to resonate out as an invitation to others? And in your case, it's literal. You know, your voice is an instrument, yeah. your instruments are an instrument. And it's, um, and you're looking to create that, you know, that orchestra of where your music goes, which home it goes to, who it's going to inspire. As far as movies are concerned, when you, you know, write a song that actually the song resonates with the storyline of the movie, you know, how many times do we watch a movie and the song stays with you afterwards, right? Because yeah. it, you relate to it, you feel an affinity to it. it. It's a statement of where you're at at this particular time. And that's why songs are so popular, you know, it, um, some just listen to the music. I, I, when I'm toning out, um, I'm a music person. You know, it's not oh. concentrating on the lyrics. It's the music that resets me. And there are those times where you need those words. You need those words because it's something speaking to your psyche, to your soul, to your spirit. It's comforting. It's articulating for you. <laughs> and it's something you can sing along with that kind of is then speaking your voice. So that's why we need so much music in our lives, because it is like poetry. It is an expression of who we are, where we are, uh, where we want to be. Right. Yeah. So. And, and with my lyric writing, um, I, I consider myself a musician first. So mm-hmm. I'm more like you, like the mm-hmm. music speaks to me first. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love um, some of the classical yeah. um, composers and, 
you know, I don't, I don't really need the words. Sometimes the words are distracting, but um, I, I made a conscious decision to write lyrics that would be putting out something positive in the world. Because if, you know, if I'm going to make recordings that people are listening to all over the world, you know, now with, you know, the digital age and, you know, um, I thought, well, you know, I take that seriously and I want to help or inspire or even make people think or help them to heal. Like I have a song called, um, most of my songs are positive, but I have a song called Let It Play On While I Cry. Mm-hmm. And and that is is like, okay, letting it out. Yes. You know, let it out. Yes, damn good cry is good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I, I try to not write about a lot, you know, just relationship dramas and just unhealthy things. I mean, I'm trying to put out things that are healthy and for people's mental health that are positive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some artists that are really got all their Emmys for putting out breakup songs, right? You know, but we, we either want makeup songs or songs that are, you know, love songs to us. You know, people think yeah. the love song has to be to someone else. You cannot attract the love that you want until you be the love that you want. And if there's a song that can help you love you and get on that frequency, speak to you and, and nurture and embrace you, that's where you need to go before you kind of go out there looking for love. Yeah. And you're going to like my song, Beautiful Truth, because that that's about that. That says there's a beautiful truth in you. Mm-hmm. And it's about loving you and accepting yourself because people are so hard on themselves oh, people are yes <laughs> self-critical and yeah yeah well that is a, a societal dictation an expectation and yeah. in, even in the music world you know are you a taylor um taylor hicks whatever her name is uh, uh, are, are you this are you an adele are you that no you are you you know, Thank you. Everybody's right. always trying to put me in a box. Exactly. And yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not any of those people. No. <laughs> no, you're Angela doing Angela. You know, um, exactly. I'm Sarah. There's an, over a million podcasts out there. I'm Sarah. You know, it's my style. It's my instrument. And we're on I'm, the same page with that. Yeah. Right. So it, that's so important, though, because people, especially in this business, are always trying to be like someone. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. We want you to be your beautiful, unique self. Even if you're broken, even if you've got cracks, you know, a diamond that has a flaw is actually worth more. And if we can, with all our flaws, come forth and still love love ourselves and have love enough to give to someone else, that I think is, is the most divine beauty that we can be and can share. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So yeah. your music is reflected from that. Yes, yes. Um it's it's complicated you know when i when i'm creating the music um you know there's a lot of different levels you know there's the there's the music itself mm-hmm. you know which has its own vibration mm-hmm. which hopefully the music and the chord changes and the melody that alone can be uplifting so that can just get it you know get into people's hearts and speak to people but then the lyrics should match that mm-hmm. you know so um so that's what I try and do. And then, so I have these thoughts about what I want to write and then they have to rhyme. And, you know, so um, it's, it's a little bit of a labor sometimes, but um, to fit everything in there, but yeah, my, my goal always is to get a message out that Mm -hmm. is positive. And I just love what you're saying about how we can be ourselves. We don't have to fit into anything because in the music world, wow, do they want to put you in a box, you know? No box allowed here. (laughs) Yeah, especially radio formats. You know, it's like, okay, there's country radio, there's pop radio, Mm. and not a whole lot in between. No, no. And it's a competitive thing against each other, Um, you know, and it's, God forbid, you should go out if you're known for one genre and you should go and do another genre. You've betrayed your genre, you know. (laughs) It's like, get over you, folks. You know, we're so much more than one song, you know, or one tune. Exactly. Um, And and embrace, you know, the fact that somebody is trying something new or going down a different avenue. They're going to bring all the beauty and all the creativity of themselves to that be willing to go down another journey with them, another road with them, you know, just because you love that song and they come out with another song. Now there's no betrayal there. It's called expansion, exploration, 
wonderment. Exactly. I, I think that um, expanding into different areas and trying different things or different genres is is important, you know, and I think that it's chasing money if you mm. don't, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, my and last, same. my last album was good. So <clears throat> I'm going to repeat that kind of thing. Right. But Pete, you know, I think that our spirits do want to expand and mm. grow. And, um, you know, Taylor Swift went from country to pop. Yes. And, you know, if somebody is creative, if somebody's good at one, if they're a real artist, they're mm. probably, they're going to be good at the other one. And Ray Charles did that, you know, he, he was known for, you know, his R&B stuff. And then he went in jazz and then he um, did country. Um, so there are people, you know, the people who are really good, you know, yeah, they can do other genres. And, and if the following, if their followings don't love it, oh, well, you know, it's like they have to be true to themselves. Yeah. You don't have to like every song. I mean, this music exactly. I've listened to the first time and it, I did, you know, I wasn't in tune with it. And yeah. then I've been in a different frame of mind and I've heard it again and now I've been in sync with it. So oh, you know, that's interesting. And, and it, you know, it yeah. doesn't mean you dislike the artist or dislike the song is that it just perhaps was the wrong song for you in that moment. Give it a try yeah. again, you know? And there's a lot of factors, you know, with, with recorded music, you know, it's like the production. Yeah. You know, like if you look at a song, you know, like Yesterday by the Beatles, mm -hmm. you know, that has been covered so many different times in so many different ways. And so, you know, you can do it with violins. You can do it with a crazy pop beat. Yeah. You know, it's like the song is the song. And I think that we do gravitate toward tastes of style and genre. Yeah. You know, I don't like the heavy beats that my kids mm -hmm. listen to. You know, I would rather... Um, you know, listen to some more mellow things yeah. than, than like EDM, you know, electronic mm -hmm. dance music. That's just not me. Um, and, you know, but it's all music. It's all good. And if we don't resonate with all of it, that's fine. Yeah. And, you know, as we get older, we, we, we're inclined, you know, I'm a, I'm a 70s chick. So 70s music for me, you know, is my, yeah. my decade that I grow. And we had a broad range at that time of music where we did go more into the psychedelic and, you know, storytelling and everything else. And that music still today, it can be heard from the new generation and still mean something. And that's really what you want, isn't it? Is your music that it doesn't matter. It transcends time. It transcends, you know, uh, age and decades is that it's a song that someone can listen to 20 years, 30 years down the road and go, it's still speaking to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I agree with that completely. You know, there is a timelessness mm. to to music, you know, and and there's really two different things. It's like to, you know, music or the song. Mm. So the song itself with its melody and its lyrics and its um, qualities of chord changing, you know, like songs like Yesterday and, and the Beatles mm. and, you know, those are timeless. And so even if you know, production might become outdated. Yeah. You know, yeah. if they, you know, they styles become outdated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a measure of a good song. Definitely. Yeah. Is if they just keep on lasting, you know, like the jazz standards, mm. you know, I mean, those are amazing songs. Yes. <laughs> There's a young man I interviewed called um, Justin Johnson and he's a guitarist, American, uh, Americana blues, and people make guitars for him. They make out of spades or out of cans or out of car parts. And as long oh, as it's got wow. street, uh, strings, he can make music out of it. That's so and it, cool. And, it, and it's just, I think it's, um, you know, as a musician, um, if you were given a broken down piano or a perfect piano, it doesn't matter. You will find a way to make music out of it because the music's in you. The instrument is just, you know, transferring what's in you out to others. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I hear all the stuff in my head mm -hmm. and then, you know, and then just translating it to, um, well, you know, so it's there as energy and thought mm -hmm. and feeling and then you have to get it into form, yes. you know, so we have to put it into this form somehow. And uh, that's just a technicality. Yep. You know, that's just like learning to use your Microsoft Word so you can mm -hmm. write, you know. The more you do it, so, the better you are. Yeah. And, you know, the 70s, that, oh, that music is great. You know, a uh -huh. lot of those things, you know, like the Eagles and... Mm -hmm. You know, just so Blood, good. Sweat and tears and the doors and uh, um, yeah, there's the songs to this day that still, you know, does one moment I hear them, I'm transformed. Um, yeah, yeah. But what's also nice is when somebody takes a song and covers it, 
you know, the mm -hmm. respect. It's not like they're stealing it. Oh, they stole it. No, they're covering it because they thought it was so good. They want oh. to represent it too. So it is actually a compliment, isn't it? Oh, it's a tribute, definitely. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they may change it up uh, to their style, but it is it is a compliment, you know, because that means that you're doing something that inspired them that they now want to share with other people. Yeah. And that's, you know, we want people to share. We're in a sharing world. There isn't one social media or anything out there without the share button. So when, exactly. it, you know, when you've heard a piece of music or you've heard a song, ah, oh, you know, oh, this is, you got to listen to this. or this made me feel this way. Uh, or this is speaking to the times and you share it. You know, that means that somebody else is picking up that vibration from that person through that music and it inspires them. And so, yeah. And we are a social, yeah. you know, we're a, a social uh, race, you know, I mean, we're social creatures, you know, like, like bees or, you know, or, you know, wolves live in packs. And I mean, we need each other. And a lot of people, you know, they may try to cut themselves off from people, but, but we're meant to, we're meant to share yeah, and help each other and, you know, and grow through each other and everything like that is mm -hmm. what I believe. Yeah. And with social media, it's made it dead easy for us to share. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Social media is its own thing. It's like, mm -hmm you know, it can bring out the best or the worst in people. Yeah, it's, it's an yeah. algorithm. And so the algorithm you feed is what will grow. So if you're going to respond with all the hate, this, that, etc., that is what the algorithm is going to keep bringing you. Yeah. If you're sharing out the love and you're celebrating, um, you know, the, the, the beautiful triumphs of people and you're there for people sharing all that that uplifts us that's what the algorithm will feed so we it's, oh, okay whether it's social media or not we are the algorithm creatures that's the vibration so if you want people to receive you in a certain vibe that's the vibe that you will resonate out and that's the vibe they will connect with so if you don't want yeah. the hate and heavy metal and the anger songs then you're not going to put that out there and you're not going to get it back. You're not going to get that audience. <laughs> yeah. Although I do see it on Facebook sometimes with political stuff, but you know, yeah. but I just don't, yeah. I don't, don't, don't get involved. In right. Things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a song I listened to of yours is changing. Um, is it the changing skies? Changeless. Changeless sky. skies. Yes. And I really liked that. Is that one of yours? Yes. Um, Changeless sky. Um, is a love song. Mm. And I wrote that, um, you know, I've been married for a while now. <clears throat> and, you know, when you're married for, you know, more than a few years, you, you know, you start to kind of get into this really deeper love. Mm. And so Changeless Sky is about no matter what is going on in the world and in our lives and the, you know, the, you know, traumas and dramas and you know i am your rock right you know so that song is saying i my love is your is a rock and it will not change regardless and it's so deep and so strong and um so yeah that's what changeless sky is about mm -hmm. yeah it's a very nice one um oh, so do recommend that um you also you've done a cover of you know stay with me it's a beautiful song stay with me you, yes, you yeah. sing it beautifully as well but oh, thanks what, what made you go to that one um i you know in the live performances i have been doing um you know i always like that song and um when you play out at you know restaurants and things like that you know they people enjoy covers, you know, mm. they like to have all originals, you know, if I'm playing a gig or a festival or something, a lot of times, you know, people want the covers, they want to hear something they know. So I just, um, you know, have some covers that I do. And I had been doing that Sam Smith song, Stay With Me. And I kind of had my own version of it that was kind of mellow and way more me. And, um, and I thought, you know, this, this is pretty cool. Maybe I should record this. Mm -hmm. So then um, I just made a recording of that and I added a harmony, um, which I can't do live. There's only one me, but right. But yeah, yeah. so I added a harmony on the recording. And um, so, yeah, it's just one that I had been doing um, for live shows. And I decided that it would be good to record it and put it out there because I kind of like my version of it. Yeah, no, it's very, very nice. And the thing about it, too, is by putting out some songs they can relate to when you interject your own songs, they're more receptive because they're already yeah. in groove with you. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a whole thing in itself. You know, it, it'll make people listen 
And, um, you know, so I've, I've seen people, if I've been doing originals somewhere, you know, some venues are original friendly mm-hmm. and some are not. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've seen people be walking away and turn back around when mm-hmm. I've done a cover. Um, but you know, that just depends on the venue and, yeah. and the situation. It but yeah, people definitely way. want to hear what they know and I don't blame them. Right. You know? So good to be free. It's going to be your new release this summer. Oh, no, that yeah. one is out. That one is out already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was out July 31st. Last summer. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so uh, tell me all about that. Oh, okay. Um, that song is really gaining momentum. Um, mm. That. So um, first I'll tell you about the music and then I'll tell you about the lyrics. So um, my dad is a Bo Diddley fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you know about the Bo Diddley beat? Not really. I probably so will like, if, if, if I hear it, but not really. So it's like, da, 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 So that rhythm, mm-hmm. they, they have a name for it called mm-hmm. the Bo Diddley Beat because he made that really famous. Um, so anyways, I wanted to do a song with the Bo Diddley Beat for my dad. Um, so that's where the music came from. But the lyrics are completely separate. The lyrics are just me. Um and it goes, oh, it's so good to be free. Your rules don't apply to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is is about the freedom that comes from being yourself. Yes. You know, because yes. I just decided, who am I trying to please? You know, and as a music artist, people expect certain things. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, you're supposed to look this way or act this yeah. way or be this way or do this kind of music. And I thought, you know, I don't care. I just want to be who I am. I'm mm. not going to be forced to follow trends. And I just don't want, you know, I just want to be who I am. And so um, that song is, is yeah, just about the freedom of not worrying what other people think. And it's great. It's so fun. Yeah. That yeah. is one of the most freeing things you can actually ever have. Permission to be me. I don't need permission. I give myself permission. That freedom exactly. of my permission to be me. As I say, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm a cup of strong black coffee. You can take me or leave me. I will not be offended. But <laughs> I'm not going to change me for you. Exactly. Been there, done that. And threw me off balance and I wasn't happy. A happier me is the better for you. Right? So exactly. Be exactly. free we to have be, to be you. true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We need that song. You know, it's, we're in a world at the present moment that's in transition. You know, part of the COVID and again, I say in in every show this, you know, the people that have lost people, the people that have died, so many Mm -hmm. people have lost businesses, you know, that is is heartbreaking. My heart goes out to them. But it's also um, the Hagler's rune, you know, Celtic rune Hagler's is disruption. And before you can have clarity, you have to have disruption. You know, uh, you want a new surface where you've got to clean away the old. And a part of what we're going through right now is this transition of what really is serving me. What is really important? Do I want to go back to that? Where is my real voice? Where is my freedom? Right. Exactly. And and so the the more songs we have that encourage that and that speak of that, it is more that it's giving permission to learn that you don't need permission to be you. Right. Just yeah, because exactly. you don't fit into society the way society dictates that you should be. Just be you. You're good enough. Exactly. And I think, you know, that song was also a reaction to, um, you know, the pressure that, you know, women feel, especially. Mm. But I mean, our society is so unhealthy, <sighs> you know, so unhealthy and the priorities and, you know, and appearance and money and status and power and all that stuff you know i mean what our society and you know tv and media i mean what is generally promoted is so unhealthy and you know i just um don't believe in that you know and who 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 wrote my life for me who told me i should be this way why who who benefits from that because i don't (laughs) yeah it's somebody else's agenda and, and yeah. you know, it may have started off with kind of some basic foundational rules in the way to live life, you know, and treat each other. And then it became competitive and then it, be, you know, became um, judgmental. 
and critical and then all of a sudden we're turning on each other left right and center all the time instead of caring and seeing each other and all our beautiful differences and realizing exactly. how wonderful we are in our own uniqueness which is very important so we yeah, i've seen songs. yeah i've seen so many people um you know just really struggle with trying to be what they think they're supposed to be yeah and yeah when we when we let that go it is very freeing, you yeah. know, and it's a big thing, you know, even in, you know, lifestyle and just everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, especially as a musician, <coughs> it's a big industry. You know, if you're going out there for the fame and the fortune and, and the Emmy or the Grammy rather, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. But if you're going exactly. out there to express your heart, your soul, your spirit, to uplift another, to be there in support of another, that's really where you're a true musician, a true artist. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm finding that, you know, that is a balance. You know, I do have to, I do have to be realistic with mm. my music, you know, like I can't write a, not that I want to, but I can't write a, a seven minute song. Mm. You know, there's no American pies going mm -hmm. over now, you know, like that song. <clears throat> um, so if you want to, if you want the song to be heard um, or possibly radio play or anything, there are certain, you know, limitations yeah. and restrictions. Um, and then a song also can't be one minute, you know? Mm. So, so I'm doing art, but I am fitting it into you know, what is accepted in the culture. So basically what you could do if you have a seven minute song is there's the three minute version for the radio, but for yeah, the album, yeah. it can go seven minutes. That's right? a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's your art. You can do what you like with it. You have another one here graced with you. Is that right? Oh, yeah. 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 That's a fun one. Um, so fun in a very chill way. Um, I, I'm just saying I had, I had fun creating that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, that one is another love song and see my previous album was called love. Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, like the, like the hippie kind of love, like mm -hmm. love, peace and, you know, be loving. And so then, you know, after that album, I started to do a couple love songs. So grace with you, change the sky. Those are both love songs. So good to be free is love song for myself you know mm -hmm. but um grace with you is another love song and um it's it's very mellow and it's very classical um so my background is classical piano and i also took classical voice lessons when i started singing um i took lessons with an opera teacher and so you know that's called classical singing so i learned all that stuff so anyways, um, I wrote Grace With You and it's got, the, it's a waltz. So mm -hmm. it's a very waltz, like Chopin kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I put a very delicate little pretty vocal on there. And then I had met, um, I had met a string player in Nashville and um, she does recordings for pop artists and pop songs. So anyways, I just um, got with some friends and um, someone who had arranged strings in the past for me did an arrangement and then this person um that i met rachel aiken she recorded the string parts it's um viola and violin so it's this very pretty pretty mm. song it's very pretty it's very mellow it's very delicate it's far from pop <laughs> mm. um so yeah it's this waltz and there's strings and um i i sing in a very um light way like in, in this you know like in my higher voice mm. um so yeah, the, so that's Grace With You. And that would be a, actually a nice um, first dance at a wedding. Yeah, you know it would. Yeah, yeah because that's a good you know, you, it is that waltz that people are mm -hmm. doing, that, you know, that soft romantic number before, you know, the volume gets turned up and everybody starts grooving. It's always yeah. that one. So it's nice to have something that is kind of meaningful and has a little more depth, you know, to it. Yeah. So. And that's, see, that's just another thing that um, that song is not something that would be top 10. Right. You know, I mean, So Good to Be Free is really catchy and upbeat mm. and fun. But um, but yeah, Grace With You is far from what's popular, even for singer-songwriters. Mm -hmm. You know, even, you know, it's it's not like anything 
that I know of that's out there. And right. I just wanted to do it. I just right. wanted to do it and I did it. And, you know, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of streams on my streaming um, as much as the other songs, but that's okay because, you know, but that's something that I wanted to do. Right. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit what's popular. Right. But again, that first dance, you know, um, exactly. <clears throat> it is one of those songs that, it becomes synonymous with, you know, and it's the, that gentle song of love and, you know, everything doesn't have to be the same. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, people have said about some of my past albums, I've done five albums now and pretty much all of my albums are very diverse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have different kind of styles on there. You know, some of my um, past albums, I have a couple rock type songs. And that's just because the musicians I was working with were more in that genre. And, and I was, I was good with that. I wanted yeah. it to be. Um, and I found that um, even if somebody says these songs are really like, so a couple people have thought that they're too different to be on the same album. Mm -hmm. And I have kind of a, you know, I have kind of a rebellious attitude about being myself. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, this is what I'm. This I, is what I'm doing. This is my art. Yes. And if I want to do a very classical song, and then if I want to do a very pop song, and put them on the same album, that's what I'm going to do. You know, because I just it, feel like making that. Exactly, and that's yeah. your expression. That's your art. You know, I'm exactly. a. Uh, yeah. I have a podcast network. I have sixteen, seventeen genres here, and each one is wow. a, it's a different topic. You know, you're not only in, in the sense of the drama, you know, like this one for the love of music. So this is dedicated to musician and artists. We have other ones that are, are more to this or more to that. So, you know, whatever you're feeling that you need to know, you can go to that. So it's the same with your album. You know, I need this song right now. I need that song right now. You don't need the same song just regurgitated in a different way right through the album. You know, you want the album yeah. to be able to express the very many moods of you. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, it goes back to my intention with making music. My intention is self-expression mm -hmm. rather than um, trying to um, fit the mold of, yeah. of hits and follow popular artists and things like that. So um, with my intention and, you know, the music I make just being what I want to do, um, you know, it's possible I've paid a price for that. You know, because I'm not um, fitting into what Nashville says mm -hmm. is is popular right now, and you've got to do this and that and this, and then you're going to get you know signed, get radio play, and blah blah blah. But I, you know, I would rather you're not doing it for that. You're doing it. You're, yeah, you're doing you. Exactly. <laughs> right. I would rather. You know, I don't think I would enjoy that. I don't right. think that I would enjoy making music for the purpose of it to be hits. You know, if that was my goal, it's like, okay, I'm going to write a hit song, you know, for that purpose. You know, that's not, that's not the same as me expressing myself, you know. We see this all the time on, uh, I love watching talent shows because I love to see people who may be a little rough around the edges and then kind of in that discovery through, you know, through being coached or being nurtured. And, you know, it's, it's the, the traditional thing. You get somebody that's very technical and they sing beautifully, but where's that rarity? Where's that feeling? Where's that connection behind it? And then you'll see an artist with that connection, that honesty that people have voted for because they really feel, um, you know, that connection with the person. And then the... Um, the record label takes them down a different road and tries to commercialize them and they lose themselves along the way and they lose the, the passion and the love for it or the expression for who they are. And it's like, I never understand that. We, the public voted for that person because that person sang from their soul and their heart and they brought meaning to it. Why are you trying to take them down a different road to fit them uh, in a money, box? Money, money. Exactly. Yeah. But if I already bought them, this yeah. way because I voted for them. Why aren't you giving me more of who they are and their creativity than trying to categorize them in another area because I'm not going to buy that. It's disappointing. Exactly. You know, so I think that record labels, um, especially with so many people coming out with independent music, it really is a time for them to reflect what they're putting out. And are they being true to the artist? Because when you are a follower of someone you're going to follow them. They're speaking to you. They're, that's the music that they want to hear. 
for the label to come in and then change it all. It's like it's dishonoring both the listener and the artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that being true to ourselves, you know, I am staunch about yeah. that. I, you know, I will not not be true to myself, right. you know, because, you know, I, I have a, a life, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm married, I have um, two daughters and dog and cat and, you know, I'm not looking to uproot myself right. to New York or, or yeah. Nashville or anything. And I think that the digital age is so cool because, yes. you know, I can cr make these creations and put them out there and people are finding them and mm. people are adding them on their Spotify or Apple mm. music. And so the music is really getting out there and really reaching people and that I'm just doing it from my home mostly. And I'm doing it on my terms. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, we're in that great. world. I mean, you know, again, the, the gift of COVID is, is, you know, Zoom. It's one of the industries I, I want to thank. You know, I mean, I used it beforehand, but it's just opened up mm -hmm. everybody to the fact that, all right, you can't physically go and see each other, but we are all frequency. We are all vibration. And as we are talking right now, doesn't mean there's any less connection than it would be if we yeah. were in the same room. And that I think what is so wonderful about mm -hmm. The digital age is the fact that you know people can put out a youtube they can put out a zoom zoom thing on youtube or anything or spotify or anything else and people are looking for that you know they yeah. they, they can't go to concerts right now but you can create a concert in their own life in the car at home you know just with their being and that's the beautiful thing of it because it's available it's reaching everybody and it means that it goes further afield than it would than if it was just in one town and one concert back in the bus off you go again not diminishing i mean you know, concerts are great and um, they're absolutely fabulous but if that's all you're relying on you know i've i've interviewed a lot of what i call working actors mm. and you know you have the actors that the 10 20 million dollar actors and it's so you know are they going to be as good as their last movie and how many of those are out there but you see the actors where you know you've seen them in another show you can't quite remember which one but they're working actors because they're constantly in a show somewhere and they've got a steady you know steady um employment for that and when you're your own boss in music or anything else that you choose to be you can dictate your steadiness according to how fast you want to go or where you want to go. But this digital world, once you put it out there, it's just a question of click share and off it goes. I know. Yeah, it, it is pretty amazing. And I totally agree with you about, I mean, COVID has been, you know, a tragedy and the people that have lost loved ones, I, I really feel for them. Um, but the benefit of people doing more on video mm -hmm. and Zoom or mm -hmm. whatever platform is, mm -hmm. is, really wonderful i think yes. that i think that it's moving the world in the right direction yeah. in that way because look at rush hours yes they're horrible yeah they're horrible and you know the pollution of yes. all the cars and the waste and of time exactly exactly <laughs> the frustration yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know i i think that there's still you know something to in-person connection but people have seen an alternative and yeah. if even if when this whole thing is over and everybody's vaccinated, even if, even if, you know, people are spending a third of the time at home working, that would cut way down on yeah. the pollution and the rush hours. And because that stuff is just unhealthy. Yeah. You know, we just don't need that. It's been a wonderful redirect in that thing of showing, you know, that what the alternatives are. And, exactly. you know, for some people it's doomsday and it's no, it's that you've just got to learn to pivot. Those that survive and those that thrive are those that are willing to pivot, you know, willing to go with the direction that's available right now. And, you know, um, everybody would love, no matter what work they're in, you know, to sustain themselves, be true to who they are, you know, and be able to still honor their why why they're doing it um and but it does mean that sometimes you have to alter you can't go off to restaurants and play right now right but that doesn't mean you have to lose your audience because if you're putting the music out there they've already seen you they know who it is you're still entertaining them through youtube or spotify or itunes or whatever else they can still hear you and say so oh, yeah it's so much easier i mean it's so much easier to do um you know, videos of mm. me playing live. Yeah. Because, 
you know, I did a tour, um, like a little regional Midwestern tour, um, the end of, you know, fall 2019 and early 2020. And it just so happened that it wrapped up in January mm. and then, you know, then COVID hit, yeah. but, um, it was a lot of effort, mm. you know, I mean, I would drive, you know, drive to Cincinnati or something and play, you know, pretty decent gig there, but you know, cause I'm, I'm near Detroit. So that's about five hours away, yeah. maybe four, four hours. But, um, you know, I went through a lot of effort and, you know, the amount of people that you're reaching, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the, the driving and the time and the expense and the amount of people that you're reaching isn't huge. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's over, yeah. you know, then it's over, but see with the video that can go all around the world mm-hmm. and it's out there forever. And, and, and it could be repeated and repeated and repeated. Exactly. <laughs> Not one yeah, performance yes. and goodbye. It's there for as long as you want it at a fingertip, just press play. Yeah. So, I mean, live music, you know, live music is, you know, it really is a unique category because a lot of people that go to concerts, it's an experience. It's like a party time, you know, at least it's that way, like in the country world. And Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself country, but, um, but, you know, people will go and it's an event and they get Mm -hmm. riled up in the crowd and people are going along with songs and things like that. Um, so, I mean, you could say that's a form of artistry from the artist, but I mean, it's entertainment. Right. And I guess I kind of see entertainment as different than artistry. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, you know, people, there are people that have been amazing at all of those things like Prince and yes. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, they Ed were Sharon. real. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He could be oh, on his own, you know, in, in a huge big concert place, just himself. And, and he can carry that artistry out to a crowd. But yeah. there are few that can, right? Yeah. So some people are really good performers. Yeah. You know, I mean, like people like Kid Rock or something, yeah. you know, I'm in Detroit. Um, you know, they really, the crowd loves it. They have a yeah. good time. They go, they love it. Um, so entertaining, you know, yeah, I just see that as a whole different thing mm-hmm. than artistry. And um, so I'm honored and flattered if, you know, I play a show and people want to just come listen, mm-hmm. you know, like the way you would to, for jazz or for yes. Nora Jones or something, because, yes. you know, I'm not trying to get everybody all riled up and mm-hmm. raise our glasses and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you are stuck in a traffic jam, do you want to be hearing rah, 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 music? No, it's going to frustrate you even more. You're already frustrated with the bumper to bumper. That's the time you need the calm music. That is yeah. the time when you use the music that just cools you down, chills you out. It doesn't matter. You'll get home eventually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We need more of that in the world. You know, there's, for some reason, for so long, anything that was kind of gentle and that touched the heart and the soul was something that, uh, ugh, insipid, we don't want to hear that. But the soul has been crying for it for so long. The soul has been crying and the heart has been crying for music that speaks to them, to the heart yeah. and soul, right? Not just to the jive of the, the dance. There's, that has its place. We are trying to express ourselves right now. We're in that self-discovery of who are we right now? We don't know what's out there. But one thing that COVID has done for this year has shown us that nothing is guaranteed and we don't know where we're going. But it, it is up to us what we create for ourselves. And the more inspirational songs that we hear that back us up, that bring us out, that show us that we can. It doesn't matter if you've never done it before. How do you know if you can do it unless you try? You didn't know you could sing until you decided you were going to sing. Right? It's that courage and that strength to say, okay, I don't care what has been. I'm going to create what will be. Yeah. And, you know, I had to sort of do my own thing with that too, because by the time I started putting out music, I was, I was um, well over 30 or maybe even, yeah, I was probably almost 40 when I started putting out music and, you know, society says, what are you doing? You're too old. You know, uh, no, and it's like, <laughs> no, I don't, no I don't care. Allowed. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. This is what, this is what I have to offer. Exactly. You know, this is my art. I meant to do this and I'm going to do it and put it out there. Good for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it kind of used to be, you reach 40, 50, 
nobody wanted to see you. Yeah, even when I was going to do video, I did five or six years just audio beforehand. And then a friend taught me into doing video shows as well. And I, my first comment was, well, who wants to see an old broad like me out there? And then <laughs> yeah, that's the negative self-talk. Yeah, I mean, that was that was the expectation. And the, uh, you know, the, the soul voice came through and said, but it's not about the way you look, it's about the content. And if they cannot hear the content because of the way you look, they're not ready for the content. Right. So you're yeah, going to I sing feel, and perform to the people that are ready to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And the good thing about music is that it's audio. Yes. You know, I mean, music is audio and I have never been one to be overly concerned with image. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I, I just don't care about that stuff, you know, yeah. um, trying to look a certain way for, you know, the public image of an artist or trying to, um, you know, I, I never wanted to be something that I'm not. And I see it as if I made myself look, you know, really cool or, you know, wigs or I don't know if I made myself look very hip and modern, you know, the people that I would attract, I don't know if those are the people that really would resonate with the music anyway. Right. So, yeah. So I think the people that enjoy your show, they, they don't care about. Right appearances no. because it is about the content but there yes. are people out there who are superficial who oh, do yeah. who do care about appearances and and age and mm. status and all those things and i'm okay if those people aren't you know a big part of my world exactly yeah and yeah, um, you know with it's been for so long well you know how many people do you reach and i always say all those that are ready to listen Exactly. Right now, whether it's one show, whether it's a dozen show, whether it's hundreds of shows, you know, uh, listenings, it's for there for the people ready to hear that at that time and people will know it. And it's like with your music, you know, it they may not be in the mood for this right now. And then suddenly they hear your music or they come across it, and you know, oh, that is just what I needed to hear right now. And now they become a fan and they want to know what else you can do. And that's the whole yeah. point. We have become so instant that you know it's my my gratification boop, has to be there right now i don't want to cruise for it i don't exactly. want to explore it i want it right now give it to me and if it, we've lost that wonderful thing of exploration um when we explore what else there is out there we discover such incredible wonderful things and you know if we, people are willing to do to discover all five albums of yours where do they go to find your music because they they want to know your whole repertoire Okay. Well, I just want to warn him that the later stuff is better than the early stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, again, it's up to uh, each person what they get. Yeah, out there, exactly. right. So, um, well, on whatever streaming app they use, if they use Apple Music or Spotify or um, Pandora or any, you know, it's, it's on all of them, Deezer in Europe and things like that. Um, so they would just search for my name, um, which is Angela. And then it's P-R-E-D-H-O-M-M-E. -E. So it's French. It's like Prudhomme, but it's an E there. So it's right. freedom. And luckily it's a pretty unique name. And if mm. people um if people search for my name, they'll find my music. And you've got a website. Like yes, website. I have a website that's AngelaPreedom.com. I have a YouTube and, and social media, which is usually my name. On Instagram is the only one that's different. I'm a Predom. Um, but all the other ones like YouTube and everything, I'm Angela Freedom, and that's um, easy to find my channel. All right. So you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yes. It's yep. Pandora Music, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, and of course your site, www.angelapreedom.com. And so they can find you anywhere and find all your music there. <clears throat> yep. Yep. So which song are we going to close up with? Because as I said, when people go into your show page, they're going to see two or three songs there that they can listen to. Which song would you like to close out with? Well, according to our conversation, um, I think So Good to Be Free would be mm. great. The freedom yeah. that comes from being yourself. Amen. <laughs> Amen <laughs> to that. Um, we cannot buy freedom. We can't um, be an activist of freedom. Freedom is in our own actionism. And freedom is of your own spirit, your own soul, your own heart of being you. And so, exactly. so many people are seeking it out there. It's an inside job. And if we've got music, words, lyrics, anything that speaks to that, ignites it within us, it is setting us free to discover our freedom.
And that's what exactly. We and, you know, we get freedom when we learn to control our thoughts and choose mm. our thoughts, you know, because we can sit around and think about all this negative stuff. And, yeah. you know, but if you pivot away from that and, and choose to focus on what's good and it's like, no, I'm not going to dwell on that thing. I'm going to look at the positive in yes. this moment right now. You know, that is freeing, too. And as you said, you've even got a song that where you can have a damn good cry because sometimes we need that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just need to cry for even no reason. It's just a release. Yeah. Have that cry. There's nothing wrong in crying and shedding tears. There's nothing wrong in saying, I'm down today and I need a hug. Even if it's yeah. hugging yourself, nothing wrong with that. Where it gets complicated is if you get stuck there. And yeah, you exactly. Don't move on. So, yeah. You know, that's let it out. You let know? it I mean, out. If you're, if you're stuffing everything down, you know, and trying to have a brave face and be strong, it's like, just have a good cry and let it out. When that's happened to me, I felt so much better yeah. after. And you can release it. It helps yes. you release it. Yes. And yeah. then, you know, then a lovely nurturing song that just kind of wraps its arms around you and says, there, there, I've got you. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah which is important. Music, I know for me, is is my soul connection. If I feel off balance, I feel off kilter, music is what puts me back. Sometimes it's the lyrics, sometimes it's just the music, but it always recenters me. And I had wonder kind of why is it so important? We've got to think about it. we are all energetic beings. We we constantly are in frequency. The energy that we beget is the frequency of high or low. If we're feeling low, the right kind of music can lift our frequency right back up to that higher hertz of love, self-love, love of life, love, love, love. And we want to be there because that's the happy place. But we want yeah. to be there organically, naturally, and from the inside out, you cannot buy love. It's Exactly. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a self, it's a journey within yourself, and yeah. it takes a little bit of discipline. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and some self discovery of just how awesome you really are, exactly. And, you know, and we are all awesome, we've just been conditioned not to be so. So, I know, <laughs> I know. yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing with us here today, Angela. Oh, you're welcome. It's been so nice. And we're going to close out with your song, Freedom. We all need that. And as I said, everybody comes back to selfdiscoverymedia.com and simply puts in your name. Your show page will come up and a few of the other songs that we've talked about today will be on there as well. And, uh, you know, tune in. Let it, let it lift you up. Let it nurture you. Let it uh, inspire you. And please go back to her site and um, look to see what else she has there. Music is something that is so liberating, so nurturing, and it is something that just speaks to something that you can't articulate yourself. So let it be, right? That's another yes. Beatles song. <laughs> let it be. Let the music, let you be. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much, love. It's been a pleasure oh, having you on. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. Oh, it's so good to be free Your rules don't apply to me, no I blow away all the pressure To measure up to what don't mean a thing Oh, it's so good to be free, No slave to society, no I realize that to fit in is quitting on the one and only me. Oh, I'm freest as me. I don't need the look or the trend. I'll be the least cool of my friends. You can have all that. I won't please the pack. I'm free to be whatever I choose to be. Oh, it's so good to be free. Letting life grow with such ease, yeah. What used to cause me to stress out, I'm blessed now. Cause that stuff don't own me. Oh, I'm
you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here at selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.